Welcome back to Postgrad in Black. I'm your host, Miles. And I'm your host, Tamira. And today we're just gonna talk um, similar to the, the last podcast that we recorded. We're just gonna let it flow. We have no structure to this and we just gonna keep it real with y'all because you know what we gonna do over here? We, we don't play with that fake shit. This is Postgrad in Black. We keep it real. We keep it 100. And you have a problem? I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, we don't apologize over here. We we stopped apologizing in 2020. It's 2020. Unapologetic. So let's get into it, you know. Ooh. Okay, is that a little little fire I'm I'm feeling it, over here? Fire. It I is feel heat. The heat, baby. Not your breath. I'm feeling the heat. Not the heat from your legs either, since you want to talk about my breath. You know, not the heat from under them arms, baby. It's too cold for you to be musty. And it's not, you know what? We're not gonna keep roasting each other because I don't wanna I don't wanna hurt your feelings. I don't. You have nothing to hurt my feelings with. But moving on. And so let's brain, get into these them brains. Huh? Them brains. Man, you over here looking like you work at Home Depot. That beard. What's wrong with Home Depot? No, you need a lineup. Bro. You look like you've been working on the corner with that raggedy shirt you got on holes and sweat stains. You know what you look like? Please. That thing from Rudolph the Reindeer, that snow monster, or all that dang hair. That's what you look like. Anyway, let's move forward because we got some topics to get into. And I'm going to just jump started into our first topic you know we're postgrad and black do. I don't know if you read our bio or not, but we talk about life after college. We give you the real, we give you the ditty. And our categories is cash, corporate, culture. And we just basically use that as a way to kind of just group all our conversations together and check cash, corporate, culture, and conversations. Because a lot of this is just conversations. So we're gonna start with cash. As y'all know, we both are accountants. And People, the misconception with, with accountants is, oh, you know money, so you good with money, you know? And that's not always the truth. When you're an accountant, you learn how to do, you know how to handle other people's money. You learn how to handle the business money. Personal finance, I feel like it's a different bracket. And um, a lot of times how I learn is through it in my head. Some of them things that I'm still paying for to this day. So let's talk about um, Tibbetts. My first experience, Miles, when did you first get a credit card? Um, I first got a credit card when I got a full-time job. Well, let me, let, me, let me restate that. The first time I got a credit card under my own name is when I got a full-time job. I had a credit card in high school, my parents, long story, not getting into it because I was a child. Our money was grown on trees and I got my butt whooped several times. But hey, learning lesson. So, and what kind of credit card did you get? It was like a regular credit card? Yes. Okay. All right, y'all. Let me just be real with y'all. So this is what I did. I got my first, this is my second internship, making $20 an hour, didn't have no rent, no bills, my car was paid for because I bought a cash car. Just literally living life on edge, no credits at the time. So 
this was my first time. I would think I was like 20, 19 years old. I think I was 19 years old or 20. It don't matter what age I was, but I was making good money, y'all. And um, not paying no bills during the summer. And that's when I started having my first credit experience. So I got three credit cards. I got a Forever 21 credit card. You know, when they'd be like, hey, you want to sign up for a discount? You can get a credit card. I used to always say no, but this time I'm like, I'm making money. Yeah, that's going to help me build my credit. So I got a Forever 21 credit card. Got a dealer's credit card. I got um, a region. So I actually got a personal credit card for students. And I had a Bank of America credit card. Oh, oh, in one summer. And let me tell you this, when you make, when you go from internships and you have a consistent income and they were giving me the money because technically on paper, it looked like I had a full-time job for the course of a year. So they're like, oh yeah, you're qualified. And then, and then I had good enough credit because that's how I was able to lease my car. So they, oh, you're qualified. Man, after, after that internship, I had to save no money. I had no money coming in because I was a college student. And on top of that, the bills was racking up and literally all them cards went to collections. And then I had other stuff hitting my credit, like not just credit cards, like when you when you switch phone plans, you know, all the stuff that you owe someone that you didn't pay on, it goes to your collection. And so it might not show up immediately, but over time it shows up. And as soon as it hits your credit, it drops. And mind you, all that accumulative, I only had about what $2,500 in credit. Well, all of my um, credit cards combined. And then I had a new loan for $12,000 on my car. So I didn't really have that much credit history. So I didn't get my first job till a year after where I started my corporate lifestyle. And I had already had all this debt. So I did, couldn't apply for an apartment. I was trying to find ways to get an apartment with a low credit score, which I'm still struggling with. And then, two, just having a bad experience with starting out with credit because literally I bit more than I can chew. I should not have been filling out them credit applications to get discounts. And it's like, oh, you think you know that in accounting, but you don't go over that. That's personal finance. That's a different bracket of accounting. And I just want to say y'all, when y'all, if y'all have not already stick with one card, I would say I should have stuck with the student credit card, you know, cause it had a low enough balance. It had, um, a minimum payments was low, low interest rates and everything. So I was able to stick with that in order to build my credit. I do not recommend anyone goes out and get um, any credit cards with clothing departments, with makeup departments, any other line, unless you literally pay with your card and then immediately go pay the bill on your phone to look like you're paying down your credit. So I say all that to say that your girl is 23 years old, an accountant, um, had a bunch of money issues and struggles that we're going get to get into into um, previous podcasts. So it's not like I didn't make the money. It's just like I'm always, always paying a debt. And Miles can attest to this. It's like he told me to pay my parking tickets. He told me to this and that. So just priorities. Like, yeah, I used to have my priorities straight. My rent paid for, my utilities paid for. But is that debt? pay for it because that debt is a priority so paying off your shit don't open nothing unless you fully can't afford to and you have to keep track of it or you're going to find yourself having to live in the hood with landlords who are going to look past your credit or you're going to have to be begging for a co-signer so that's my cash tip 
if you want to chime in, Miles, you can do so, or you can bring us into the next topic. Oh, I have something to say. <laughs> because <laughs> let me tell you something here. Those who know me may think that I'm horrible with money, but hey, I I'm I feel like I'm doing very good. Um, but let me tell you something about this co-host over here. I told her to pay her, her speeding tickets. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get to it. No, she didn't pay it. And we're going to be vulnerable, you know? I mean, it's a learning lesson. She knows it. She can laugh because it's behind her now. And we're, you know, we're working together. Um, but this goes to everybody. When something, when a, a bill, a credit expense hits your account, mm-hmm. You need to write it down in your phone, on a notepad or something, on a calendar that you look every day to remind yourself that you need to pay it off. Because in, in, in order for your credit score to go up, you need to pay the credit off. And I can speak to, well, I can't necessarily speak to the entirety of Amir's um, experience with that, but you know, it's not all of one person. It could be relationships as well. You know, people get mm. your your life in toxic relationships, manipulation sets in, things like that, allowing people to use certain things of yours and them getting caught up with it. Things like that can ruin your money in all, you know, your entire your entire savings, your credit score, things like that. So that's my tip. Um, make, my tip was make sure if you get into a relationship, make sure it's a healthy relationship, not no toxic relationship. Why are you making that face? Because I feel shots are being taken. We're talking about cash. You mean healthy relationship with cash, right? Yeah. With money, with your finances. Have a healthy relationship with your finances. Yes, and the person that you're in a relationship with. Don't date these bums, okay? Because you'll be stressed. There was no shots. If I mean, I I it, I went through this similar situation, but it wasn't to the. Let me know to the extreme. Like never mind. Let's let's move on because I'm about to. You about to get heated. Okay. No, I'm okay. I'm not bad. Okay. Well, I, that's all I gotta say. And also, yes, a lot of people are scared to get into the stock market and investing everyone needs to do some type of investment in their near future. If that's mutual funds, you know, just small stocks in the stock market, things like that, it's a good idea to at least create a diverse portfolio, diverse stream of income, have multiple streams of income because nowadays, generation, you know, generation X, Y, Z, millennials, all the generations to come, People are not are not that I guess invested into their financial status like back in the day they were. You know, everything was cheap. Everybody was trying to save money. But nowadays, people are trying to live the luxurious life. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but majority of people are. They're chasing that that the the lifestyle the lifestyle of a celebrity or something like that. Oh, that's good. That's true. But that's my tip. Yeah. Afford the life that you can afford 
encourage you, and then the life you can't afford, let that you be of an inspiration to you. Because maybe yeah. you get there one day, but you won't get there faking it like you got it by balling out on shit you can't afford. So delayed gratification. Okay. So next, I guess that concludes our cash segment. Yes. Is that yes? I mean. We're, we're going to get more into that um, as further podcasts come along. Um, I think this podcast is going to be strictly about the conversations or things that we've seen, we've saw throughout the week and things like that, because it's about, to, we're about to turn the heat up because I got a lot of, just, I, I have a lot to get off my chest. Uh-oh. You keep saying this and I really don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, just continue to listen. All right. It seemed like you well prepared, baby. You had something to say, co-host Amira, Allison? No, I just, yeah. I'm I'm good. I'm ready to hear what this heat you keep saying you got. Okay. Well, let's, let's go, let's turn it up level by level. So we're going to go into the corporate section. Um, Corporate. I, corporate for us as PGB, we just talk about our works, our work life and things like that. Um, we're not going to get into every, all the logistics and the specific and the technicalities of where we work and what we do. Yes, we're accountants or auditors, anything that has to do with business, but all that other stuff, we're going to leave that like, you know, behind because y'all don't need to know. I guess... Coronavirus is still going on, um, still working from home. I used to not like working from home, but now I'm getting used to it. So um, the corporate culture right now is very much productivity. And, you know, some people say productive productivity levels are going down, but I see it as it's going up because people are more are willing to actually come to work, clock in, things like that, because they're in their comfort of their own homes, don't have to get dressed, things like that. And so my job Mm -hmm. has extended our um, work from home, which is a blessing for me. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, There's nothing really juicy that's been going on in my corporate world, but um, that's all I have for corporate. I mean, I kind of feel like some weeks, some weeks we might have to, we can skip certain topics if you don't have nothing. But for me, I just started a new job and y'all, well, I have not even got into like what my old job was, but when I tell you I was stressed yes. at that job, working literally nine to nine or longer than that stress. I mean, every day I was eat sleep job like no job 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 or job 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 and job 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 on the weekends is oh my god my I gotta return to work and I would literally break out into like these huge breakdowns because I was so stressed do you about this job huh do you want a name drop no no that's not I don't have a name drop but if you want to get technical <laughs> it start the first letter of it start after Q. The next letter start okay. with then you just after. Gonna, you just gonna say the name. Just 
Okay, I'm not gonna name drop the yeah, name, but it's not. It is what it is. Um, and when I she just, said she works from nine to nine, it was more like um, nine a.m. to three a.m. Um, I did try to boost like that, but it was really that bad, and like my sleeping was off. It was just. It's just so messed up. So anyway, with this new job, I'm already like certain standards I put in myself, like boundaries. Baby, when that clock is turned, unless it's something I know I have to turn in at the end of the day, I'm logging off. I have to log off. I have to set the tone that at this time, log off. Because there we go. That's what the real was supposed to be record. You do not get paid to work after hours. Log off. Everybody in corporate, no. Corporate jobs. Corporate, I should put that on there. Corporate salary positions. You do not get paid to work extra hours. Log off. Because that is a scam. And I realize like it's a scam because on payroll, they get paid uh, like hourly. So when I'm talking to them, they're like, yeah, you must get paid salary all that time you're putting in. And I'm like, yeah, I do. See, that's the, the trick. They want to bill you salary because they can already budget out approximately how much you want to get paid and then they expect you to work all these fucking hours on a day-to-day basis because you your pride for one is just like i gotta be the best i gotta grind hard but it's grinding hard for what losing sleep for, who? for what I, for who right i refuse to do that and i refuse to be bummy like i felt like i was already going through a tough time i was crying just doing dumb shit. And it's just like, my mom used to be like, this, everybody quit, find a new job. This me, I'm going to stick it out. I stick that job out for as long as I could. And baby, they literally was trying to offer me so many things to stay. And I'm just like, money, it's not even about the money. Y'all can keep the money. I promise if I was looking at a certain salary and I said, they said, I will pay you this and you stay here. I say, no, hell no. You can take that money and you can shove it up the company's pipes so i just i just was just over it so definitely can't wait to keep you guys updated on here but definitely another talk maybe a one-on-one talk we can post later about just i'm writing these ideas as we go too about literally just setting boundaries with your job because baby uh, your job give fuck about you they they really don't but okay. anyway, I think a lot of jobs care about work-life balance. I think that job specifically you had, they didn't. And I think it's mainly because of, well, Amir will talk about it more, but when she was at my apartment and the things that these people were t- talking to her and blaming her for, that was unacceptable. But um, to speak on what Amir just said, um, I just, I want to, I don't want to give too much of a way, it away, but we are actually starting something new and we're going to be starting it on Instagram live soon. And it's just going to be us on live talking. Um, after we're going to have a music. It's basically just after work. We're talking after work, but after that, I mean, more will come. You'll understand, y'all, you'll know, know more about it as we go along, but we're starting a new segment. And it's about to get, we turned it up another notch, so. We're going to have the music, we're going to have our drinks, and y'all going to see the other side to us because we like to keep it a little bit classy. Bougie.
Nope. Some of us like to keep it classy. Some of us like to keep it a little ratchet and hood. Who? I don't know. Somebody. That's the problem between me and you. <laughs> you are so not hood that you think I'm hood. And that's the problem. We got I got hood tendencies or hood rat tendencies. Just a little bit, just a little sprinkle. That's what we need. We need to invite people on the on, when we get our shit together. Can't wait. Because baby, it's so many, and that's another thing. It is so many people. Oh my God, a lot of my fo- people I follow, friends I know, they doing so much entrepreneurship. Like it's YouTubers out here, it's podcasters, people selling t-shirts, people selling that coochie on OnlyFans. Like it's so many people doing their shit. And it's amazing because I know them people got like already got nine to fives or something. They doing this shit on the side. So I'm just like. Let us all grind, 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 grind. What do you guys say? And to speak on that, well, that's oh. going to lead into culture. <laughs> and that's when we're going to turn it up a little bit hotter. And it, when you Let's say, turn the eye up a little bit more. Yeah, turn that stove on a little hotter, burn that chicken and crisp it up. And let's get into some things. Because we over here about to start cooking with some hot grease. So... <laughs> We're getting into the segment of culture. And I want to just just put a disclaimer out here. We are just speaking about our personal lives. We are not coming for anybody. And if you feel like we're coming for you, I'm sorry. What we say? We done apologizing. So that take he take that back. He yeah. Don't mean. I'm not I'm I'm saying I'm when I say I'm sorry, it means I don't really care. That's no. Bye. no. People know when I say I genuinely mean I'm sorry, but in this instance, when I say I'm sorry, it means I don't care. But that's gonna be the cut up for me. Somebody yeah. gonna remember that. Okay, and my genuine friends know when I'm when I say I'm sorry genuinely, they know it. But when I say I'm sorry that I don't care, they know it too. So all I mean, right, let's get. I'm gonna leave it there. But um, I'm gonna just start out with a question for you. So for for the the whole uh, entire audience and you to respond to. So I was talking on the phone with my brother earlier today and he brought up an interesting question. And he said, the world is changing obviously. And his question was saying, his question he asked was, the world is changing, but is it for the good? Is it changing for good or is it changing for the worse? Do this nigga want an Oscar for asking deep questions? <laughs> Shit. No, you got um, to ask the tough questions to get the right answer you want. Uh, I feel like the world is changing for whatever the world attends to. I feel like you already know me and my philosophy of good and bad. I feel like there's no such thing as good and bad. It's just you um, You are based on your experiences. So, for instance, to be a Black... I'm, I'm not clear. I don't even like saying that. <laughs> To be, to have all these minorities against me, can I say, look, look back and can I say the world is changing for the best? Yes, we got a long ass way to go. I mean, it's a lot of things that we didn't have before that we currently do now, but yeah, but also at the same time, I mean, I feel like it's always maintained this steady level of good and bad on this earth and nothing can change that. And it, Nothing changes that. Good old days always been good old days. 
the days four is always going to be different to you because you're getting older, you're getting wiser. So I can't really say that. I feel like the world is what it is, but shit, what you think? Um, I do think it's changing for the good, but in only certain. So I look at the world in different segments or different parts. There's a part of politics. There's a part of racial culture. And then there's a part of, I guess, miscellaneous. And I think that politics is changing a little bit. And then the racial culture mm, hasn't really changed that much. And miscellaneous is changing more than the racial culture and politics. And the reason why I say that is, well, let me just pull it up. So I know some people are on Twitter and it's blowing up. Um, well, for one, let me start here. Disclaimer, I did not go to a PWI nor did Amir. So we're just gonna speak on it because we go went to an HBCU, so I think that we can speak on anything we want to because that's just who we are. Anyways, but on Twitter, um, the University of Texas, the I guess the student athletes are saying that, well, mostly the football players are saying that, you know, they were forced to stay on the field for their alma mater theme song or whatever you want to call it, called the Eyes of Texas. And basically I was reading and they, the lyrics suggest that it's racial undertone. Basically it's saying text, you know, they have their eye on you and you better watch out, things like that. And they were forced to stay on the field based because of donors of the, the school or whatever, the alumni, because they were upset. My thing is, if you're a student athlete, yes, I know you're a, an athlete for the university, but you're a human first. If you don't want to be somewhere, you ain't got to be there. And if people get hurt, that's on them. And my thing is, another thing that they said was the donors were saying, if you don't participate in the song, then you're, you're, you're likely to not receive a job in Texas, a, a good job in Texas. Now, what kind of person has that much anger in their heart for a song, for somebody to say that to a student athlete? White people. Anglo-Saxons, yes. But I was just reading it and I'm like, is this some crazy, this is some, some crazy, what is it? Some crazy hillbilly stuff. Cause this, this ain't, at HBCUs, I understand people get upset if you don't do the alma mater correctly, things like that, but they will never say you will never get a job in Arkansas again or wherever your school's at. Because my thing is, you're a human. You can decide whatever you want to do. It's a song. Come on now. And the only reason why I think a lot of Black athletes at UT were not participating in the song is because Texas is a Republican state. And with all the Black Lives Matter stuff that was going on, a lot of their alumni was, uh, was against Black Lives Matter, but they want Black athletes to you know, perform in, at their school, but you don't support Black Lives Matter, saying it's a terrorist group, but you want Black athletes to stay at your school. And that's why I say Black athletes need to start going to HBCUs, but I mean, it's only gonna, 
it, it's going to take some time because I think that a lot of black athletes want to go to these top schools because they have the high, higher likelihood of going to the NFL, NBA, things like that. So that's what I have to say on that. Do you have anything to say? Mm-mm. I feel like, you know, you covered that area, you know, sports more than I do. Um, I don't, do you know your school, Audemars? Um, I know when the, the song comes on, I know the words. Go ahead, start us off. I said when the song comes on, I know They're the words. Mine. <laughs> yeah, see, you don't even know the words. See, our own chancellor didn't know it. <laughs> okay, call him out, why don't you? <laughs> I'm just but joking. Also, since you have nothing to say on that, Twitter <laughs> was also blowing up because of, did you hear about the what was going on the in the GOP Mm-mm. electoral college, basically. So I'm gonna call him out. Steve Scalis, whatever his name is. I'm assuming he's Scantless. a, huh? Steve, Steve Scantless. Sure, but that's not how you, I know that's not his name. But a Republican, I'm assuming, he said- That's why he's Scantless. He said, every American should be outraged by this. And then he said, Democrats just passed well, just voted to ban voter ID nationwide and force every state to permanently expand expand mail-in voting. What? Yeah. Do you do you want me to read it again? No. Um. Why has he heard about that? Because you know, with Trump. Oh, right. With, with Trump. With Trump, they were saying that a lot of people were fraudulently and fraudulently voting, things like that. So. And people were. Trump just a sore loser and all his people who supported him were also sore losers. I mean, I don't think I don't think the vast majority was was fraudulently voting. They only found like two people, two th- two fraudulent votes out of the the hundreds of thousands that he claimed that were being fraudulently voted. But it's just the fact that they think that he said outraged by this. No, people need to be outraged by the George Floyd killing, the mm-hmm. all the other killings, uh, the Maude Aubrey, mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor. That's what they need mm-hmm. to be outraged by, not no expanding mail-in voting. Of course, there's going to be fraudulent voting anywhere, if anything. There's always going to be fraud, corruption in anywhere in America. So, yes, I mean, you can be a little bit mad, but outraged, that's a, that's a stretch, sir. And I think you need to take several seats, sir, because y'all just want the, y'all just want, I don't know. And then they were saying that people who were handing out water in Georgia are getting arrest warrants because they were handing out water to people standing in lines to go vote. You see how petty that is? And then another thing, they're talking about outraged by this. You need to be outraged by the insurrection of the Capitol, but y'all don't want to say that. It's when y'all acted like this was an episode of Planet in the Fucking Apes. <laughs> okay. They wanted to be in the movie so bad. They went out there and, and acted a fool. So they asked. So they, they little white. Never mind. All right. So do you have anything on culture? Because I have another question to put on the table. Oh. Yeah, speaking of uh, Texas, right? The Texas mandate 
to stop um so there's no more uh there's masks are no longer required in texas and let me just say this all you fucking karens (laughs) who showed y'all asses with the mask mandate and was upset and trying to call the police because you want to come in there with your hot ass breath breathing and coughing on people going show this i do not agree with it because it's going to give people the right to go ahead and show their fucking ass if i'm in a restaurant bitch and you breathing on my neck i'm going to punch you and i don't to do the violence i don't like that but my thing is it's something about it's something about it's something about this you know that doesn't sit well with me i get it the COVID cases are lower. People ha- are finally adjusting to wearing their mask out, social distancing, um, six feet. But it's it's people like Karen. Those all them videos we seen them calling uh, calling the officer trying to not wear their mask, spazzing out. I wish a bitch would today, cause bitch, I don't got time for it. That's all I'm gonna say. So. Texas, out of all places, maybe they should have started somewhere small, but you're going to start in Texas? It's the breathing on my neck with your hot ass breath for me. I'm serious. People be so close. You said, damn, it's my neck cock. (laughs) You you turn around, it's a motherfucker with they they breath open, breathe like like that. Because they can't breathe out their nose. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I'm dying. Okay. Do you have anything else to say? The PMS okay. or the Kevins and Karens out there? Oh, and let's get back. Our country is so full of shit <laughs> that we will rather build a motherfucking hotel on the moon in 2027. I did read that. And I seen a meme going on. We just want healthcare, free healthcare. Let me just tell you, America does not give a fuck about you. Don't give a fuck about your bald headed ass mamas, daddies, uncles, your deadbeat fathers, nothing. America only cares about America. And I don't know what that means. So you either here, you either getting rich, trying, you either here to get rich, or you're here to die broke. That's just what it is. And unfortunately, and that's tea. That's the game here in America. So for people who do have an entrepreneur's mindset and, and want to make get billions and millions and have all these businesses, there's opportunity here. But if you want to live you a decent life, have your kids, and that's the American dream, there's that you can live the American dream too if you're not black. But then if you're black and you want to live the American dream, at this point, your best bet, I ain't gonna say that on camera. Oh my god, that's gonna come back and help me. I ain't gonna say that. Your best bet is yeah, to let's, let's take a rain check. Take a rain check, because I think you're getting too heated right now. And you okay. right, you 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 add a hundred. You your best check. Is take a next check. take a rain check. Yeah. Bring up some more culture topics because at this point, I think you're getting a little heated over there. I'm not a little heated. I'm a little heated. To speak to speak on that, and you said talk about getting you know money, making a great living for yourself, things like that. Do you? Here's a question for you: Is being ignorant the new way to success? Is who is being ignorant the new way to success? The reason Not a new way. The reason ignorant has always been. The reason why I ask that it's because you see a lot of people doing 
let me not say ignorant, let me, well, yes, ignorant shit. And they do one ignorant act and then get this platform that everybody wants to, you know, they get this platform, this, this acknowledgement for doing something dumb. Mm-hmm. And from there, they're, they, they get, I, I don't know, even want to call it sponsorship, but they get recognition for doing something ignorant. I mean, for example, what's her name? What's her name? Batty something? The Catch Me Bad Outside. Party. Yeah, Catch Me Outside Girl. That's an example right there. Um, well, when I was talking to my brother, he mentioned the Gorilla Glue Girl, but I mean, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't know if she's getting a lot of, you know, clout from that, but. She got her uh, 700, eight, or a million followers. Yeah, cause she got some glue in her hair. So that's my question. Do you think being ignorant is the new way to success? Um, no, I feel like it's a way to gain a platform in order for you to be successful. Um, it's, but it's not even, I don't know why people make a big deal about it. People always say people doing dumb stuff for clout, this and that. Let me tell you something. When you, everybody needs clout. When you get the right kind of clout, you get supporters, you gain fans, you gain an audience, you gain a platform. Everybody needs clout. And to a certain extent, Cardi would not be where she was at if she didn't have clout. Any artist, any celebrity, any nut, this, everybody is seeing that social media is a gateway for opportunity. And that's how you have to view it. So if you can, if you okay, if your self-esteem is high enough for you to do some dumb shit in order to attract something you know to attract the voice do what you got to do people act like it's a surprise people do dumb shit all the time people are doing dumb shit before social media you know you have to create who you want to be and you market off that a lot of those people remember when we were younger it was a bunch of comedians they used to dress up like girls they used to make jokes you go to their pages now they don't do that shit no more but they had to start somewhere in order to get somewhere and unfortunately for gorilla glue girl she might see it as she talk all the time. She's heard about that. You know, her kids get teased. She don't like the fact that the media blew it up to what it was. She'll just share her story. But it's a blessing at the same time you got all these followers. And I was like, okay, what's your game plan? What do you want to do? How can you have a new opportunity for something? You know, and that's how I view social media. It's not about if my self-esteem was okay for me to do some dumb shit for clout, I might do it. But that's not how I want to go out. That's just me. So no, I just feel like people reading too much into it. Oh, everybody doing dumb shit. People do, people been doing scantless dumb shit forever to gain who they are, to be who they are, to get to a point in life. And social media has created that opportunity to do so. Now I feel like, you know, and that's just how I feel. I don't, I can't be talking down on people. I hate when people start doing that because mukbangs, it started off as real, like, why are you recording yourself eating? It was talking crazy about b-love for eating on, on camera with them you know long ass nails eating messy on camera she dumb do anything for clout then she making she's a millionaire now getting paid to do sh- shit like that you know what i'm saying so it's just like please shut the fuck up and people most of the time the people who are talking to us are the broke ones I can't say if I start hating on the bitch today, it's probably because I'm like, damn, I wish I had that platform. I wish I knew how to get there. I wish I would have looked up, you know? So it's just like, I learned how to be quiet and be humble and just figure out, figure your shit out. Yeah. So what you think? Stay in my lane. Stay in my lane. 
Yeah, don't get into a car wreck because she that car wreck is a uh, is expensive. Okay. Um, I I can agree with you, but also, yes, I know what you're I know what you're saying by you have all these followers now you have to come up with an idea if you don't want to be associated with that the this crap the stuff that you did to get the followers you know find another way of maintaining and gaining more followers i agree with that mm -hmm. but also my thing is when people are in search for doing something ignorant or getting that bad clout and just seeking attention that's what really bothers me but hey, that's them. It's just the fact that people will stand behind their actions of doing dumb shit, basically. And mm -hmm. that's why it goes back to my original question of um, do you think the world is changing for the good? Do you want your kids to be associated with somebody who's dumb, doing dumb shit for clout and then mm -hmm. your kids grow up and say, oh, I can do that too. Let me do some dumb shit. Let me, let me go... Mm -mm. See, that's the problem with people. You expect the, the media to be a source of role model or an example for your children, and it that's false. That's what it is. That's man. false. It is a contribution, but you have to be that, that role model. You have to figure out a way to balance out what they see with, with the real. You have to let them know, like, hey, you know, have those open conversations with them. You cannot turn to a next motherfucker and expect them to play by your rules. That's just not how it works. I cannot tell my child the media is your role model if I don't give her other examples of other different things of what is going on in the world today. So it's just like, that's the problem with people. You y'all so far is talking about what my kids see. It starts with you. You're the parent. You regulate what they can see on your time. And of course, you have to be also regulate the open the door for other conversations. I'm not a parent, but I do understand that you cannot sit here and hold these celebrities to a role model status if that's not what they want to do because they're a, a, a person or people. You have to educate your children, your child in that. Yes, I agree with that as well. However, I do think that media is a big part of children's lives. As we, oh, yeah. as we move forward into the more of these more people having babies and the next generations as we develop in technology and things like that, it's going to be more easier. Well, that's not even proper. That's not, it's going to be easier and more accessible for younger generations to access stuff that parents may say, oh, I know what they're looking at, but really they don't. You know, you hear all these stories about yeah, my son was this and that. He was on honor roll. And then, you know, he was on Snapchat and something happened, you know, things like that. And it's tragic to hear about, but it's, it's still things like the media does have a, an impact. Now, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to hold the ignorance and the celebrities to a, a, the highest degree of um, at fault in certain situations of corrupting people's minds. But I'm gonna say that it's some, you know, if you're not using now, I'm gonna now I'm gonna give props to Megan Thee Stallion because she is advocating for, you know, environmental things like that. Yes, that's the type of stuff that it it, it needs to be like. You know, she's doing her hot girl shit, but she's also talking about stuff that's important and, and beneficial for the future. Mm. So yes, I agree with you, but I also think that media it does have a play does play a big part. And yes, I do agree that parents need to 
But that wasn't the question. Yes, it was. What's, is being ignorant? Yes, that's the question. No, I'm saying the question is not, yes, the media does have an influence, but you cannot, they're not the sole responsible. They're not the responsible. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't say they're the sole responsibility. Mm-hmm. But how, but, but what I'm going to say on in return to that is as generations come along, media mm-hmm. is growing and growing and growing. Technology is growing and growing. Sooner or later, kids are going to have glasses and can watch TV on their glasses and their parents won't even know what they're looking at. Now I'm thinking that's probably going to be centuries, of, you know, further on, but still. Anyways, we got more stuff. Okay, this is going to get into some some hot, hot, hot stuff now. Okay. Do you think that it is easier for women to find success in different revenue streams? Well, duh. Don't sex sell. And do you think that's a problem? Yes or no? No. No. It's not a problem. Elaborate. I'm so sick of people finding problems with stuff that's been here way before us. Strippers, prostitution, sex workers, or hairstylists, or being a nurse, or being a caregiver, or being anything that has to do with a woman and her motherly traits. Can she make better revenue? Yes. Would you trust trust your kids with a a, a woman-led daycare or male-led daycare? Preferably women because why we are nurturers so yeah and that kind of aspect if that's what you're asking all around most women more women do hair than men that's just something it is not saying men can't so yes it's kind of okay but what what i'm saying to this i had a conversation with somebody on the phone Mm -hmm. and the reason why i say that is you know yes sex sells yes i'm not gonna downplay nobody's hustle However, this is just a thought in my mind. And I'm not going to say women are the only ones that do this, but men do it too. But when you, when you have nothing to come up with this creative or something like that, and you just decide to start selling your dirty draws to people, I don't, and, and then the people, the people on Snapchat talking about add me on Snapchat, you add them on Snapchat, then they say, ask the menu. You say, okay, well, let me see the menu. Then the menu pops up and they say, um, $50 for nudes, $100 for this, $500 for me to come over to your house and do some freaky stuff with you. See, that's the problem. So this is a personal story? No, it's not personal. I was just talking about it with somebody. I, I, do you really think I'm gonna buy somebody's dirty draws? You know, how you know they draw is dirty? They sent you a picture with shit stains? <laughs> no, I'm not saying this happened to me, but I'm just saying it happens. And I'm like, again, I am not, actually, I'm not apologizing because that's, that's how, I mean, that's just how That's I, how you feel. So, and I'm saying a lot of women do this and, you know, and men too, but yeah. No, let me just say this. Mind your fucking business. If somebody messaged you and they say, oh, I want you to send me $50 if you want to know, that's between them and there. Either you can send it, you mad at them for charging for their draws. That's them. That's what they want. That's their stuff. That's what they have going for them. Why does it fucking matter? 
Why does it matter? Why does people profession matter? Why does what someone's doing on their page matter? Why was somebody doing with their body, putting out there matter to you? And usually when you're so obsessed with someone and what they're doing that you want to be judgmental, just because you wouldn't want to do, you don't do it. That don't mean you judge next. It's like, it don't got nothing to do with you. And you, nothing at all. If anything, there should be more rights, laws to protect those individuals because obviously that is a profession that's been around and is lacking the proper legal rights surrounding it. So they are protected in their field of work. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, to talk, to speak on that. I'm not saying, I'm not, first of all, you saying it's not affecting anybody. It actually is. Who's affecting? It's the next question I have for you. Do you think that, we're just going to talk about OnlyFans. Do you think that OnlyFans is destroying slash affecting potential relationships with other people? Like, what do you mean? Okay, let's say this. Um, you get into, you meet a girl or a guy, whatever you want to do, you meet somebody and they're like, okay, well, I've been thinking about doing this OnlyFans content and things like that. And you're in a relationship with them. Okay, cool. You don't want to do it. And so they break up with you because you don't want to do it. And they, and then things like that, or you meet somebody and they're saying, okay, I do OnlyFans. Do you think it's affecting potential relationships? Do you think that say, oh, I do OnlyFans, this and that? Well, duh, because a lot of people don't want, it depends on the person, right? It's just like, I don't know, Miles. I feel like it, it, it depends on the person. Yes, it can affect some relationships. If I tell you, hey, you know, I do OnlyFans or I strip or I do this, you got to think in your mind. I think OnlyFans are two different things. People on OnlyFans can sell motherfucking art. Art OnlyFans is not just subjected okay. to okay. motherfuckers who sell things related to sex. There okay. are artists on there. There's musicians. There's all kinds of shit on OnlyFans. Okay, I understand that. OnlyFans is just a platform for people to sell their product or service. Okay, yes, I agree with that. And yes, you have to be upfront about it. But, however... And I'm not, and I'm not downplaying OnlyFans and people who do it, but I'm just saying it, it's. Yeah, a, you are. No, I'm not. Call it for what it is. I'm not. Are you playing devil's advocate right now? Okay, let me say this. I don't have a problem with OnlyFans and people who do it for reasonable things, but people. Who what if your other your co-host, your co-host was a no OnlyFans, had a no OnlyFans, and I'm out here. Hey, okay, why are you doing that? that thing? Why are you doing? Huh? It? Why are you doing it? Because that's a form of income for me. Okay, but it, do you... And I can genuinely enjoy it. Is it so obnoxious to think people enjoy their bodies and, and enjoy being on display like that? Is that so crazy? Is that level of just self-comfortability so crazy for some people? You can be self... You can be comfortable in yourself, fully clothed, and others, like, love themselves when they're fully new. Is that so crazy? It's just the fact... Maybe I'm just a traditional mindset. When You are, and that's okay. I'm, yeah, when I'm in a relationship with somebody, I don't want to go to the next person and be like, yeah, I'm in a relationship with this person. Oh, well, I've already seen her coochie. I already seen her ass. Well, then that's an insecurity. That's you. And that's what you- Okay, well- Because why does it matter? 
Because let's be yeah, real. Let's be I, real. Let's I'm be real. Somebody, when I'm with somebody, I want it to be mine, my sacred. You know, you share yourself with one person or two people, whatever you want. But I don't know. That's just me. And y'all can. There's nothing wrong with your preference, Miles. But let's be real. Yeah, let's be real. You know, it's nothing wrong with having that person. Is that if you want want someone who's a virgin or have one okay, sex partner in life, you're going to the extreme. That's what you just said. One person. I didn't, or say I didn't want. I didn't want I, somebody to be a virgin. I'm just saying, when how how my parents have raised me, they say when you put it out there, it's always going to be out there. So let me say this. Let me give you a scenario. Mm-hmm. And it may never happen, but who knows. If OnlyFans were to just say, okay, we're done doing, we're done supporting this plat- platform, but your content is gonna still remain out there and people probably already screen recorded it somehow. And now your, your income of, from this OnlyFans has, has been gone. What do you do next? You're gonna find another platform. Before OnlyFans, there was other stuff. Name. I got you. Apps. Pornhub. Only you always equating that. People just be. I got you. No, because I, I'm, I'm. I think it's not my industry. I'm genuinely asking a question, you know, and and I'm not saying that people who do it, um, are bad or anything. I'm just saying when people who do it just to seek attention. Now I understand people who, during this time when you need money. I understand that. When you do it for a reason and you understand why you're doing it, cool. But when you're out- What? What if you just like it? What do you not understand? There are sex workers out there who enjoy doing that. It doesn't have to be a revenue stream. That could be their passion. That's their thing. That's. I don't get why people just don't understand that. It's not just all about the money. The money is a benefit, but there are sex workers who enjoy doing their sex work. It's a real profession. It, I understand it's a profession, but if the sex itself is a form, can be a form of healing. This this is nothing new. Okay, I have another question for you. Oh, here you go. Here you go. I got you. It's Fan Central, Pocket Stars, Mini Vids, AVN Stars, Is My Girl, Fist, Just for Fans. There's been plenty of platforms. What business models, but more openly support their sex work creators. In addition, so there you go. And how many people? How many people were doing that prior to? I don't know. Exactly. It's great that, and it's great because no, think about it. No, first of all, let's talk about it because one thing about it, talk to any sex worker in general, it is safety in regards to that. OnlyFans create a safe platform for them people to use and make their money. It is nice. If anything, it's a, a it's so great to have a platform like OnlyFans that is easily connected to your social media because why? It's good to know that you have an option if you want to go down that path that you can do it. It's, it's good to know, make more awareness about certain things that you can and can do when it comes to you and your sex work. So yeah, it's, so no, it's not maybe i'm so free but it don't like i said it don't it ain't none of my business 
I mean, yeah, it's none of my business. Like I said, I'm not judging people. I don't know how to, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not judging people. Of course, if somebody told me to do, if they're doing OnlyFans, I'm just going to say, well, it's not for me. And maybe we have a sex worker because I think you need to fully hear. Like I used to listen to them talk, other sex workers, they, they enjoy it. Maybe that's some, that's what's missing some people here. People think sometimes it's a means it's private and sometimes people just enjoy it. It's, it is, it's a job that I like doing. It's the way I express yes. myself. Yes. And I it's under- an art. I understand that. Okay? I understand that. I'm not judging anyone because I'm the last person to judge somebody. But what I'm saying is, you know what? I've already mm-hmm. explained myself. Next question. And it has literally has to do with the same thing. Go ahead. My thing is, my next question is, do, do you think the misogynistic culture benefits or destroys women? Um, destroys. Do you think so? Yes. Who the fuck wants misogyny? Do you? Okay. Please define what your your definition of misogynistic culture or misogyny is. It's prejudice against women, right? Uh, Why would I don't? Okay. Explain. Keep going. It's nothing to explain. I don't understand what you mean, misogynistic culture. Let me see. A culture that present that discriminates against women. Who gave you this question? Um, nobody. Well, I was talking. Well, let me not use mis. If well, actually, I'm going to use it because my thing is. When I, when I wrote this question, I was talking with somebody and they were saying that a lot of times women, let me not say, maybe misogynistic wasn't the word. Maybe the- But what are you trying to say? Keep going with the story. Okay. Anyways, I was talking to somebody and they were saying like back in high school or things like that, um, girls tended to get higher grades because of the way that they, the teacher liked them or because- you know things like that women had tended to get higher grades because of their male teachers or vice versa i mean it could be females too just because mm-hmm. they like them and i'm that's my question maybe misogynistic wasn't the word but you know you know something that i don't like about this question it's literally the same thing asked as asking um hey does racism benefits or destroys black people and then i'm gonna you're gonna then i'm gonna say what the fuck you mean and you're gonna say well affirmative action or most companies gotta keep their diversity quote or you know there's certain laws in place to to protect you all you want to say some bullshit like that right and if you think about women when you say oh it's misogyny and i know this is not this not you this is a question in general i know you just asking questions and then you're gonna say hmm imply that same mindset to women because when I ask you how you're going to say some shit like oh you know women can get better grades because they're women and if they have a male professor you know they might like them so they can get by or women can finesse because oh she she only gets the she only is the boss or CEO because they like her or she did something sexual with them you're trying to ask the ones who are oppressed do they really benefit from being oppressed? And it's not a benefit. It's the learning to take your situation and create 
a better platform for you to succeed as the other or the opposite counterparts. So no, there's, it, it destroys women completely. There's no benefit because I can manipulate the system a bit in order to state by. There's no such thing. And that applies to racism too. We do not have a better, there's no such thing as black privilege because we know how to finesse or maneuver a way around in order to what? Be on the same level as the person above us or our oppressor. So no. No, there's somebody, somebody who says I need to suck a dick because honestly, women and men are not equal in this country, has not been equal in this country. This this country was not created for women and men to be equal. So there's no way that misogyny could actually benefit you. You just learn how to work around it. And that is not a good example to use or any example where women have used their women traits to get ahead in life because we have already have all these stipulations. So it would be different if we were playing on the same playing field as our male counterparts and we're not. So therefore that question is, how I said, that's my answer is no. I don't care, give me another example. That was a good question. I feel like in the sense of you tried it to, to create <laughs> this conversation, but no. I, I'm more so I, I agree with you when, you know, you know, women aren't on the same playing field. However, I do believe that women use their looks, their, you know, and it goes for men as well, because I was also talking I'm strange, but I'm, this is just conversation. I was talking yeah. to my grandfather today and I was just talking to him about how certain people can get ahead in life based on how they look. You know me, you see how me, you see me right now. I know the people listening cannot see me, but mm -hmm. I look rough as hell. I look like, I look like, I don't know, a caveman. I don't want to say anything else, but yeah, I look like this. But when I get a haircut, I look less like you know less like a caveman mm -hmm. but I still have that it, intimidation factor because why I have a beard I'm big and you know things like that darker skin tone but if you look at somebody who has no facial hair you know still has a baby face you know has all the features they ha can get ahead in life and things like that and I was just telling my grandfather that and my grandfather has a trait of being fair skin curly hair little to no facial hair and he was telling me how when he was in the army majority of the people who had that intimidation factor went to the vietnam korean war and you know he was talking about the people he was in a group with his battalion mm -hmm. i may be saying the wrong word but they everybody except him went to korean the vietnam war which was one of the most you know horrific wars that we were in and he got sent to germany where there was no fighting. And then when they all returned back to wherever they returned back to, some people in his battalion were dead. Some people were injured. And he was, you know, fine, living life because of that, that person, that look he had, you know, curly hair, light skin, little to no facial hair, no intimidation factor, which can play into your part. Um, first of all, boo, let's just be real. In today's age, you just talk down on yourself so tough. In today's age, you to be handsome, tall, built, with a beard, you have more of an advantage, a manly advantage, than your other male counterparts who can't grow a beard. Why do you think they stressing and paying to get beards on their face? 
Beard creates a level of respect. It's a status to have a full beard. What are you talking about? Maybe no. back in the day, maybe back in the day, your 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 grandpa was skating because he had pretty privilege because he was a handsome, lighter skin, attractive it's black still male. Still He's today. still handsome. No, he skated. I'm talking about this 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 the scenario I just talked about still happens today. Yes, I understand that being tall, black, dark, and handsome with a beard. Yes, that's a that's a a. a I don't know what so what opportunity so who you think what opportunity give me an example of a, a current day opportunity you would miss because you look that way versus someone and you're not even dark skin versus someone I, who's actually i didn't say me i'm just saying somebody okay. okay here here's for example okay if if i were to go into a job beard cool you know nice haircut cool like that but they're in a job work field that's I guess more culture to um, looking a certain way. I'm not gonna get the job, and that's majority of the the cultures of corporate America. You know, you ha always have to have a fresh haircut. You always gotta look your best, I things do. like that. Okay. And so, when people who don't have facial hair, they literally can just walk, you know, wake up, put on some clothes, cool, go out the door, or a lighter skin tone. You know, I see a lot of. Well, I'm not saying where I work now, but when I was working at you know, not working, but I was doing some other work in DC. There's people who are lighter skin tone that did not brush their hair. They just put it in together and just walked out the door and they was, that was still acceptable. Now, if I woke up looking like this, did not brush my hair, did not comb my hair, do you think that that's acceptable? No, hmm. that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking down on myself because, you know, you know, baby, I, I'm, a, ooh, I'm a great God. You said Greek God? Yes, a Greek God. Oh, period. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I believe this. <laughs> I agree with you. Okay. But I know this has been a heated discussion. And let me, let me put this on the table because I don't want, I actually, I don't care, but I'm still going to put it on the table. I do not hate anybody who does OnlyFans. It was just a topic of discussion. I don't judge anybody. I don't do that. But me personally, I wouldn't do it. Would you do it? I will hold you. I, if, I, if, if I had a, if I felt like that's what I wanted to do, I would do it. I don't, I don't feel like I should or not even should. I, I don't know yet, but I can't really talk to myself in three years from now when I'm like, ooh, I'm getting all this money from taking this modeling pictures. I'm about to go ahead and get me an OnlyFans popping because all you people are my DMs. I don't know. Maybe who knows where life takes me, but then I know from that standpoint, it's just like, okay, then I'm strictly in the entertainment, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't foresee it. But at the same time, would I support people in the OnlyFans? Fuck yes. Yeah, I mean, I will support you, but I'm not going to do it. That's my whole point. And it's just a conversation. If y'all took it some type of way, again, I'm sorry, but I don't care. I mean... That's just my opinion. I'm not, like I said, I'm not judging anybody. I support sex work. I support this. If that's what you got to do to make your money, grind. Or if you like to just do it in general. Yes. If you just like to do it, go ahead. Because like I said in our earlier podcast, you came in this world by yourself, you're going to leave this world by yourself. You don't need nobody. So, um, co-host, do you have anything else to say? 
they I just feel like personally I said all I can say you know I don't feel a way about it do you do your thing because you like to do it or for whatever reason it's none of my business but yeah you got something else no I was just think I was just looking at some stuff and that's just really all that I had because I think that we already addressed it and if I ask this question and you gonna go onto another tangent. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Let it let it rip because I think I've already asked this question, but do you think that with the day what we're living right now in the day and age with how easy and ex ex accessible it is to having sex? And I'm not even talking about because we talked about this and how I feel about sex, you know, intimacy level, whatever. But my question is, do you think the intimacy level of sex is being lost in everything that's going on in this generation? You know, actually finding somebody and sit, settling down if you want to have a relationship. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure people who do the sex work are, you know, want to have a family when they're done and when they get older. <laughs> or they do or they have family. a family or they actually do sex work and they have a legit family, Miles. Yes, I know that, but a lot of times people, okay, you know what, just answer the question. Because if you Google sex work, it encompasses a lot of different careers. You know what, I'm not going to get into that. I feel like personally, um, yes, I do feel like there is um, a loss for monogamous relationships during like during currently i do not feel like it's because of sex workers at all i'm not i don't feel like it's because, because of only fans i don't feel like it's because porn stars i don't feel like it has anything to do with them i I'm just want to put that i'm not saying it's sure. because of sex workers i'm not saying it's because of porn stars i'm just saying you know everything right now with everything that's going on do you think that the intimacy level of sex is being lost Yes, I definitely do. And the, the main reason I'm going to say that, coming from being Black, is the lack of um, fathers in our fucking community, is the lack of two-parent households with the same damn mother and dad raising their kids to show and create that example of a healthy relationship with good intimacy with strong intimacy bonds between one person and another yes i definitely and i feel like nothing helps so the media these the music industry nothing helps because at the end of the day there is a broken link in our community already for the lack of intimacy you don't even know you know in the beginning maybe you have sex for love but it's not just about that love itself is not just sex intimacy is not just sex i just want to put that out there too but go ahead miles because you got a point um no i was just gonna say i mean i don't i i'm gonna say i disagree with you on that i mean i'm not gonna say the lack of intimacy is because there's no fathers because there's a lot of um lesbian couples mm -hmm. that they don't you know okay miles do you want to pull up the fucking statistics because <laughs> what? what i'm saying is you don't I mean, I understand what you're saying, but necessarily a father, you can have a male figure in your life. He doesn't have to be your father. That's not what the question you asked, though. 
Yes, we're sir. not talking about having a father figure. We're talking about you're actually seeing the actual relation between your mom and your dad because two of them created to create your ass Firm is a difference. It's different. And I'm not talking about same-sex relationships because they chose to raise that kid on their own. I'm talking about the parents of that person. What? Oh, you are a, you're not a, included in the statistic. So you don't understand. You come from a two-parent household. You've seen love. That's why your ideas of just wanting to stick with one person, just wanting to commit with one person, just wanting to sleep with one person, being cautious of your space and your time. and Because you, you see a longer picture. You see that it's possible. That's what you were raised into. Of course, that's what you want to be like. I'm sorry if I, I hit a trigger, but... Anyway. No, you did not. It's okay. She getting heated over there, people. But I mean, talk but about why that. But why I'm what I'm saying is... Okay, I'm gonna talk about it and then we're gonna be done. Yes, that's where I get majority of my thoughts from. It's because yes, I was raised in a, a two-parent home. Both my parents, I would say, are if there's a conservative and a free-spirited meter, they're more conservative. And um, so that's why I get a lot of that monogamous mindset from. And my dad has always told me, you know. The reason why is because, you know, when people, when men have sex, when they get their nut off, a lot of times they feel guilty. And if you, if you, I don't know where it came from, but I've always had these thoughts in my head when, when anytime you have sex with somebody you don't really have a love connection for, it just feels like you lose some type of, you know, does, you know, determination or desire to do anything in, in life. Because when you have constantly have sex, like I said, go back into soul ties. It's just, it's just a lot to handle. And so I think that even in, I'm not gonna put in Christian, Christianity in this, but it's just like spilling your seed for, you know, but I'm again, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna apologize, but I do, I'm not judging anybody, but that's just how I feel. But if you have anything to say because you came from a single parent household, go ahead. <laughs> no, I love you listening to you. That is, I feel like that is amazing to like think like that. And I'm not even trying to give you props because you're my friend, but it's just like the idea to see that, to, to be gifted with that. I feel like a lot of us struggle with that. Either we struggle indirectly. It's different between having a, a father figure and then not seeing your mom in a relationship that makes her happy, you know, not having a stepfather who stepped up and is still around, you know? So it's just like the level of father figures to balance it out has to be some something more long-term. And then you're blessed with your grandparents. So it's just like, I always like that. And I always look at your perspective on relationships and how you really do get tied up in a knot when you think about just having fun, doing your own thing, why you feel a way about sex workers why you feel about certain things because no it's because you were raised and it's not bad to feel like that's intimate that's between you and your partner and I feel like I don't get that same kind of like understanding you know you have to learn and understand that over time just because it worked for your parents so that's that's it's not it's not a shade in it but I do kind of feel like sometimes you are less understanding and vice versa or less understanding of each other because we come from different 
circumstances. And unfortunately, majority of our community is like me and, and not like you. Not, and that's just what it is. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say unfortunately, because I think that a lot of times, and you can correct me, jump down my throat if I'm wrong. A lot of times people who go, a lot of times people who go through struggle tend to be successful in life because they have always had to work for something and things like that. Yes, you're successful. And I, like I said, I, in our last podcast, I envy you. Are you not, are you not successful, Miles? I am successful, but I could be a lot more successful. If I had more of your outgoing personality, your free-spirited personality to just- But that has nothing to do with me coming from a single parent household. That's just me. Okay. We're going to get into that uh, family discussion at a later podcast because I think that Amira is just saying this is just her, but what she's told me and in, in, uh, that I remember is not the same. So I don't know what you're talking about. Because I feel like saying, you should, go ahead, speak your truth. You're saying this is just your personality, but you've always told me how you're the oldest child, right? You had to sometimes raise your, your younger siblings, take care of them, make sure they had stuff that they, you know, necessarily needed and things like that. Okay. So it made you grow up fast. It made you think of creative ways of keeping your kid, your, not kids, your, your siblings entertained, keeping them out of trouble, things like that. And of course your mom did that too, but you're the oldest child. So sometimes they often looked up to you because they felt like, that you're on the same level. A lot of times kids do not listen to their parents because why? They don't think that their parents went through the same shit. And I guarantee you, my kids are gonna do the same thing. They're gonna, oh, you didn't go through it. And I'm gonna pop them upside the head and I'm gonna say, go listen to this podcast. And you know, so. <laughs> so yes, I think that a lot of times you went through a struggle that's caused, that's created a lot of your success. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it does have to do with your personality as well. So. But my thing is, you are also successful, and you didn't need a struggle story. You didn't need this struggle story, but you have your own set of struggles. You have your own set of shit. So I don't. I don't, I really don't know. I don't know why you said that. Maybe I'm confused. Maybe. But if you look at now, let me. If you look at a lot of people in life who are. Well, let me not say that because it's... There's a struggle story. That's common to have a struggle story. Yeah. And I feel like I don't have a struggle story. You don't need one. Yeah, I know. But you don't need one. Yeah, I don't need one. But at the same time, it's just the fact that, I don't know. I'm thinking about things that are that my dad dads have told my dad has told me because he struggled and he's made a lot a lot of improvement in his life. Now, my mom, on the other hand, I mean, I'm not going to say she didn't make improvement, but he's made it more a tre- tremendous growth compared to her, and she didn't have to struggle. That's so, you comparing, so you comparing it, like, you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like one life is, is more wholesome because they had a struggle and some, like, the fuel to, to make it? So you, you like that story, a struggle story, better than you like a story who has basically not as many struggles and they still reach the same mindset so two different stories so you got both of them are success stories you'll be more interested in the one 
who had a hard life strung out on fucking coke and they made a recovery <laughs> and now they're CEO versus someone who parents had everything and passed down them gave them everything they didn't really struggle well they struggled but not with the hard out on coke story but it's just like comparing and I feel like we do that no I feel like you're doing that I feel like people do that in order to you know, make it right make it seem like it's a a struggle just like what people in the suburbs they want to be from the hood because they like that story it's like i don't know what the fuck is wrong with people but gladly if i could wake up already rich and my parents gave it to me i would like i would gladly take that option i'm not gonna hold you i wouldn't say let me i wouldn't choose struggle and it's just like you have to make the most out of your situation and that does not mean that i have more of a purpose that i overcame so much i des- no it's just like it's just like I don't like when people do that. It's not that I'm saying that I wouldn't respect the fact that my I woke up rich. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that when I said it, people who go through a struggle tend to be more successful. In order for your kids to be rich, you have to go through a struggle, right? You have to struggle to get to that point. Okay. You have to work your ass off to get to that point. So that way your kids can, you know, be that, be that. And when I become, if, if I were to be granted that opportunity to become rich, I'm going to damn sure make sure my kids do some type of struggle. Cause I'm not about to just give them some damn money. Because what's that, that raising snotty little brats? That's, that's not doing nothing for them. No, no, that does not have to do with struggle. It's different. It's, 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 it's so different. I feel like you're, no, no, because listen, let me just tell you what you're doing. People who, let's pick a struggle. Maybe the struggle is you can't afford, whatever the struggle, I think you're dealing, you want to deal with the hardcore struggles of what? <laughs> that's what you want to do. That, that's what no, we're I talking don't. about. But no, talk, everybody has their own set of struggles. You're talking about the struggles from a, like a financial disparity point, right? Or the, the hood, the typical, BT fucking struggle. Let's talk about that. No. And it's just like, then what struggles are you talking about? We were talking about a single parent and two parent home. That's the struggle I'm talking okay. about. Okay, the struggle. To be a single parent. I personally am looking from it from a child's point of view because I am not, I do not have children. So I can never say what it actually feels like to be in their shoes. But it's like, to be a, first of all, if you're a single parent on top of all your shit, you have to deal with your child shit. You have to, you have to provide for your family. You have to literally be the fucking rock of your family. And let, and God forbids that you don't have other family members to depend on because if it's just you and your kids, it's like you, you are the sole provider of that. And it's just like all that responsibility on top of your own shit. Then on top of the fact that you have to, try to figure out how are you going to teach and educate and guide your your child to make it to a certain level in life that you never actually obtained or had stop making that dumb face but it's just like i personally feel like people think you need struggle in order to like you need those stories and other in order to succeed you just said it you feel like all successful people majority of people had a success story like um a struggle story like jay-z or oprah or shit Obama to a certain degree and it's just like that is just a couple people out of the pool of people who literally struggle every day 
And to them, a success story is to be able to put food on the table. A success story is to see their kids make it to fucking high school graduation, you know? So it's just like, I don't like that. You can't, you can't use someone else's fuel or their trauma as a way to compare it to like yours. Like you said, like you wish you had certain struggles, you'd be raised different. Like you just sitting here and said, if you're rich, you're not going to give your child certain X, Y, and Z because you don't want them to be spoiled or brat. It's just like, it's just extreme. It's just totally extreme. If you are rich and you are wealthy enough to provide a certain lifestyle for your child, why do they need to know what it's like to struggle? Why? 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 Because, okay, for one. Because you don't understand what it's like to struggle and you feel like by giving them that, it's going to push them and oftentimes it's not. It's going to, it's, it's just not. You're telling them that unless they struggle, they will not be good enough. That's why you're holding certain stuff back from them. No. And that it's not okay. That's what you're doing. No. That's what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. Can okay, I, what, you're, what I, you're saying? Can I put the words in my own mouth? I'm telling you, you, okay. Okay. You have put the I'm, words in your mouth. No, but I'm elaborating. What I'm saying is when I said I'm going to be rich and I'm going to just give my kids money, I'm saying when I say struggle, okay, let me rewind all the way back. When I say struggle, I mean, okay, I've struggled too. But what I'm saying is maybe it's because of the way you grew up compared to what, the way I grew up. And I just feel like you have had more success in that because of your personality no. your personality Miles, we both graduated we got the same degree we got the same kind of job we it's no diff, my my success is no different from yours you saying i got it better because i had to do more shit to get here essentially that's what you're saying okay if you want to say that yes that's what i'm saying but that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying you have to do more i'm just saying well, then how do I have more success than you? Please tell me. Um, Amir, how do you have more success than me? Yes. Okay, let's reflect. In college, you've had a lot of inter internship opportunities, um, networking opportunities. Because of that go-get-it mentality, you've had that go-get-it mentality of, I'm about to step to this person and talk to them. Me, on the other hand, I didn't have to do that when I was younger. I just was like, okay, my parents were going to talk for me. My parents are going to do this for me. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying, oh, I want to struggle in order to be successful. I'm not saying all that. You're, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying well, that. I'm what you just fell to realize is that at the end of the day, internship opportunities are not. Me and you are literally on the same playing field. Yes, we are on the same playing field. But as we go, as we get older, I've 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 seen I've witnessed in my thoughts and dreams of just the. I don't know. Maybe I'm just downplaying my abilities, but that's just how I feel. And I'm not I saying that. that I want to struggle in order to be successful. And let me go back to my point of when I said I'm going to be rich and not give my kids anything. I, what I'm saying is, if I'm not about to, I'm, if they say, hand me some money, I'm going to say, no, you need to go get a job. That's what I'm saying. You need to go talk to this person and be more you know, open, be willing to talk to people. When I was younger, I wasn't forced to go out and talk to people. 
Yes, my dad forced me to, but did I listen? No, because of why? My mom was there, she didn't have to do it. So she, you know, I related to her in that aspect. Miles, that's, that's, that's not struggling. I, that's, that's, that, that's not struggling, that's regular life shit. That's it was an example. But Miles, struggling is, you have no other choice. This is your shit. You telling your kids, you wanna, that's, you're not struggling. You're not going to be struggling. Okay. If you're it's not a struggle. It's building character. How about that? Okay. Then that's cool. If you want your child to be a go-getter, they look at you. My mom is a go-getter, so I look at her, and that becomes my example. You want your child to, you lead by example. It has nothing to do with struggle. Okay. My story, I am not more successful to you if people look at us they're going to look at this the same thing because we're in the same page regardless of where they came from regardless of where you come from so it's just like okay well i think i need to have another intervention with myself because if i'm downplaying my abilities i need to know that. <laughs> oh my god because i just think of it's you not, more, i don't I, I think of you being more successful is that wrong yes it's not true i'm not okay miles I maybe maybe not but at the same time it's the truth doesn't matter is we both woke up and we went to college no matter what my thoughts led up to college no matter how, what's your thoughts no matter how I got to college no matter how you got to college we got college we graduated we got a degree and right now as far as I'm concerned we only got one source of income and that's motherfucking working this job so it's just like we are on the same platform of success and I feel like you feel like I'm more successful because of my past and that is not necessarily true in the definition of like success in general unless you know it's, it's just I don't know you don't need struggle to be successful you don't your story is your story you don't need to struggle but the, but you basically said here and said that most people who are successful have struggle stories I'm not, okay yes but that's why the, the people you pay attention to had a struggle story maybe LeBron. that appealed to you no shit about LeBron James. Okay. Um, it's a lot of other things, a lot of other people. But what I'm saying is to wrap this whole this whole shit up, because we at this point it's getting heated. You over there sweating your titties, sweating, <laughs> getting sweating. <laughs> but <laughs> I I I have my thoughts, you have your opinions. It's it's and that's what makes us different. I think it's I think it's just good conversation to have. Um, mm -hmm. I may have said some things that people are like, "What are you talking about?" But in my mind, it makes sense. I can hold you. <laughs> <laughs> say it. No, I agree. No, say it. It is what it is, Miles. I feel like you're right. You can continue. I'm sorry. I'm not apologizing. I take that back. Okay. We don't apologize on this show. But um, we talked about a lot on here, and I think it's time to wrap it up because mm -hmm. Amira over there sweating. She about lost 50 pounds because all the heated conversations we've had, that hot breath, everything going on over there. The braids coming undone, them glasses. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot going on over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Miles usually I'd be cool on you and skate past it but since you over there hurt because 
when anyway, people listen I, to okay. I am because <laughs> you know what honestly I ain't gonna say shit this podcast is long as fuck today and all I gotta say is I'm gonna say I appreciate the comments concerns good questions good feedback guys um just stay tuned make sure you guys check us out um tap i don't know like subscribe i don't even i can't even think straight after what i just had to explain my head hurts yeah and again you know we are just here to have conversations anything that we've said if you're offended by it meet me in my dms but um with that being said we are i like my what no, we're not doing it. I, I thought oh, that was pretty okay. Anyways, but I'm your host. It was late. Let me, let me lead us out. Let me lead us out. Yeah, lead us out. So I think this is what we should start doing. All right. On that note, we're going to wrap up Post Red and Black. It was a pleasure. Stick tuned for the next episode. And um, I'm your host, Samir. And I'm your host, Miles. And we are... Postgrad in black. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> End it. <laughs> no, it's a wrap. We're redoing this. They're gonna hear all no. this mess that we got going on. Okay, okay. I think we should say something like we should just end it. Cause it's, I mean, what what are we gonna do? A cheer. I feel like if we do a cheer. Okay, if kinda... anybody, any if anybody has any suggestions, if anybody does listen to this and makes it all the way to the We end, just need a theme song. If anybody, that's all, we just need a theme song. We can't afford that right now. If anybody is willing to give us some insight, please, you know, we got it. Our DMs are open. But anyways, we're going to try this again. My name is Miles. My name is Zamir. And we are your hosts of Postgrad and Black. I'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.